Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Joining us today is James Pettit. He is the president, CEO, and director of Aben Resources. Mr. Pettit, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much, Maurice. Mr. Pettit, we are glad to have you back on our show, sir. In our last interview, we discussed the next unanswered question for Aben Resources, and that would be drill results. This week, Aben Resources issued a press release conveying some intriguing results. Before we begin, for someone new to the story, who is Aben Resources? And share with us the names and location of your three projects, beginning with your flagship. Absolutely, thanks. Um, uh, Aben Resources is a uh, gold exploration company uh, based out of Vancouver, um, listed on the TSX Venture Exchange, and. Uh, our flagship property is uh, the Forest Kerr property. It's in the Golden Triangle, which is a region of northwestern British Columbia, which has got a, a tremendous history for high-grade discoveries, um, the likes of SNP, uh, SNP mine and the Eskay Creek mine, you know, discovered 30-some-odd years ago. Um, Eskay at the time was one of the highest-grade mines in the world. Uh, since then, there's been a lot of discovery uh, that's happened over the years in terms of more gold, silver, and copper. Uh, these are still in the development stage, many of them, uh, waiting for possible higher prices uh, for the commodity. But they're probably the largest untapped um, development projects in the world, especially the copper projects. Uh, now, specifically with us, with the, the uh, Forest Curve project, uh, we we acquired that ground a couple of years ago, three years ago, really. I started assembling it, and I I put three um, claim groups together. Uh, we chose those because they're on a structure. They're on a major structural feature, which we look at as one of the controlling structural features in that whole Golden Triangle area. It's called the Kerr Fault, and it's a big, big fault that you can see from space. Um, it's pretty interesting. If you go to our website, you can you get you can see a picture of it. Um, that is an area you want to be near for discovery potential, and then there's other geologic features that you want to be uh, coincidental to that, and we're right in between them. So it's we're in a good area. Uh, we're getting a lot of attention. The market's certainly paying attention to this, everything that goes on up there. Uh, the most recent um, new production uh, up there is the Bruce Jack mine, which is a very high-grade gold mine, and that really bought brought uh, about two billion dollars in value to its and his investors so um, you know there's lots of potential there we're excited about it that's uh, why we've been so concentrated on it this year we've drilled now I think just short of 40 holes uh, we've got 24 to be released still uh, and that's going to take us through the rest of the the year almost um, our Another project we have that'll get us through the winter because the weather in the Golden Triangle is pretty severe. Uh, it's uh, coastal mountain range right beside the, pa the uh, panhandle of Alaska and gets a tremendous amount of uh, rain or snow, heavy amounts of snow. So it's, it becomes uh, almost impossible to work up there through the winter and uh, unless you've got just a huge amount of money and resources to do it. So, you know, we'll, that whole area will be going quiet soon. And we have another project called the Chico Project, which is in Saskatchewan, just south of uh, what used to be called the Claude Resources Mine, gold mine. Uh, it was bought by Silver Standard. 
for $337 million. Uh, Silver Standard is now called SSR. They acquired the ground between the Chico property and their property, which they bought from Cloud Resources. Um, so we've got a, basically, we think we've got an extension of what they're, they're uh, looking for because they, they're, their interest right now, Silver Standard, or SSR, sorry, is to expand their known resource to keep that mine alive, you know, for the next 20 years. They need to find more of a resource. They've got a good resource to start with that they bought, uh, but I think they've probably got five, five to seven years left. They want to take this further. So they're drilling on the ground between the, them and us now. They've acquired all the ground. Um, and it's giving us a good model to work with. So we'll go in there in the winter. It's the best time to drill in Saskatchewan because it's flat. Uh, it's frozen. The lakes are frozen, so we can access and egress very easily. And, uh, you know, it's just to put up the camp, bring in the rig, and move the rig with a helicopter if need be, or, or uh, you skid it. And so we'll be going in there in February. Uh, that'll keep momentum going for the company. And then we've also got a project up in the, uh, the Yukon called the Justin, which is tied right onto Golden Predators ground. The, what they call their three aces. Well, we're right on strike to the three aces uh, structure. And we've done a little bit of work there this year in terms of trenching with the mechanical backhoe. Um, we got that up to the site by helicopter. And we're waiting on assays. That you know, We, we spent 10 days doing this. We think we're sitting right on top of uh, a potential uh, s- something very similar to three aces, uh, which is a very high-grade epithermal or hydrothermal uh, quartz vein system and it's very rich and uh, you know we like I said I think we're on to something there we'll know when we get the assays and uh, if they come back the way I think we'll we'll be setting up a program for next year that's a good project to have in the shoulders between the forest cur or before the uh, Chico winds down in, in the winter to before, you know, we can't really get into the forest cur until June, July, so we can get up into this region in the interim and uh, keep moving them forward. So, you know, we've got three really good projects to work on, but our flagship is definitely forest cur because the audience is there. The uh, it's an area play. Um, you know, we all love area plays, so that's you know that's where we stand right now. Well, speaking of the forest curve, let's focus our discussion today on the forest curve. What can you share with us? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's a new zone. Um, we've been working and concentrating on the north boundary zone, uh, but this season we drilled three holes to the south of the north boundary zone. It was a kilometer and a half um, south. And we put in these three holes because we were trying to buy time so we could get more assays back because our concentration is the north boundary zone and we needed guidance from some of the assays. So we did do that. Um, but, you know, we, we decided to drill where we did because there is a uh, geochem anomaly and target that we wanted to test. And it was coincidental with an old geophysical um, survey that showed something, you know, it, promising. You know, uh, geophysical anomalies are, you know, they're they're interesting, but certainly uh, not like the geochem where you actually get the 
get the uh, the gold in the in the sample, and that's why you're there. Um, so you have a good geo, geo uh, physical and geochem target to work with, and it turned out that you know we did the right thing. We've hit something there. Um, it's not as high grade as the north boundary appears to be, but it's broad and it's mineralized. And I'll use the one hole, the best of the three holes, hole 21. You know, you've got 300 and almost 380 meters in that hole is well mineralized, uh, primarily gold, from trace level of 0.1 all the way up to 5 grams. And, you know, every interval, it's, it, I would encourage you to go to the website, look at the news release. Uh, on the news release, you can click and go to a cross-section of these holes. And you can see the mineralization in the, in the core. Like, you can basically look at the cross-section, and you can see how much there is on it. It's the way, the way we set it up. Is, it's, like a, it's almost like a graph. And you don't very rarely see that much, you know, continuous like that. It, it gives a lot of, um, well, it's a lot of important information about the tenor of mineralization in that region. And uh, that's got our, that's, that's definitely has our attention. We need to drill more holes there. We'll get to it next year. Uh, the season's definitely winding down up there right now, but it's going to give us a lot of info. Plus, we have now flown the whole valley, which is the whole boundary zone, north and south. We've flown that with a, uh, an EM geophysical survey, and we're actually just waiting for the, uh, the results of that, the interpretation of it. Uh, we'll take that information, an increased amount of geochem sampling that we've done, as well as all the assay results that we'll have for the season. We'll use that and compile some significant information for next year to, and, and work up a series of targets, actually. This is quite uh, intriguing, exciting. Any adjective you'd like to associate with it. Congratulations, sir. Now, uh, prior to this week's press release, uh, Abin Resources was able to successfully complete a financing and secured a major shareholder. Share the details with us, sir. Uh, you bet, yeah. Um, the first hole we put out this year was spectacular. You know, it had a, an interval of uh, 10 meters of 38 grams, um, roughly 38 grams. I mean, that's spectacular in itself, but within that was 6 meters of 62 grams gold. That's like two ounces. Um, spectacular results. That got the market's attention. The stock really moved up, and the um, the interest for financing was immediately apparent. And so we did announce a financing, and it was half of the $4.2 is what we announced immediately. And half of it was taken by a fellow named Eric Sprott, who is, you know, a bit of a, a gold legend. He uh, started Sprott Securities, uh, which now has a presence, a big presence in Toronto and also a big presence in Carlsbad, California. Um, he is the consummate and ultimate gold bug, loves gold, um, and is not afraid to take a big stand in an early stage deal like this. This is this is the exploration phase, and this is potentially where you can absolutely make the most. You know, you go, you're in at a price that's seems very cheap and the market cap's low and you have this discovery and from that point on you you know you want to keep it growing and the market reacts 
correspondingly, and uh, he's well aware of that. He's not afraid to take uh, to take a shot, and uh, he he does it with a number of companies. But when he gives his his blessing to it, it's it's pretty substantial. And we also raised another million dollars after that, um, because you know, largely because his name was now attached to the original financing. So we raised another. Uh, just short of a million dollars flow through. So the company now has uh, just over $7 million. And so we've basically got next year's program paid for. And that leads to my next question. What is the burn rate? And does Aben Resources plan to return to the market in the foreseeable future for another financing? Um, well, the second question's answer is no, we, we won't. We don't need to. Um, we are... Uh, you know, our burn rate varies from you know where we are in the air. If we've got things on the go, where like we you know where the the drill program, et cetera, et cetera, our burn rate, and, and I'm just talking about basically our our G&A and marketing burn rate um, that can grow to two hundred thousand dollars a month. And then the field work is always budgeted. So we'll put this year we had budgeted uh, about a million and a half, and we increased it by a bill, about a million. So this year, all in all, we we spent about two to two point two to three. I haven't got the final numbers in, um, and that's all in for all you know that project. Uh, we doubled the size of the, the drilling program, et cetera, um, and we're just you know we're getting real close to to shutting down, but. Um, I don't see it going over that. So, you know, for the G&A side, the operations of the office in Vancouver and marketing, because um, we do, it's, it's important to spend money on marketing, and we travel a lot, um, you know, marketing this project. Uh, yeah, that's runs about 200000 um, varies up to two fifty a month. And then uh, when we aren't working, Everything obviously slows down, but then we are still marketing because we want people to know what we achieved. We always have goals, and, and we want want the market to understand we're achieving the goals. I think that's quite important. Indeed it is. Switching gears onto management. You know, Aben's management team has a proven pedigree of geological and business acumen. I want to focus on potential amalgamations in the sector. Should this occur? Share some of the past successes of management rewarding their shareholders on previous arbitrage successes. Sure. Um, well, our chairman Ron Nedlitsky, uh he's got he's like a serial M um, and A guy. You know, the market really watches what he does. And uh, in the past, for example, he was in on the discovery of SNP and Eskey Creek uh, up in this area. He's got a very, very big following of people all over the world that have followed him through his career and starting there. And uh, he's also very successful in Saskatchewan as well. But, you know, the M&A that he's, well, obviously, uh, SK and SNP, SNP was sold to uh, Cameco way back, and then SK was, uh, ended up in Barrick's hands. And then uh, since then, there's Copper Canyon, which he and Tim Termundi, who's also on the board, sold that to Nova Gold, and that became part of the Glore Creek project, which is now in the hands of Tech and Newmont. Um, and, you know, I was, in my background, even though I'm not a geologist, as I started a company called Bayfield Ventures and eventually sold it in 2014 to New Gold as part of their Rainy River project. So... 
you know, the three of us have a pretty good background of what's required, and we're always in contact. We maintain contact with majors all the time. Um, and I think given the uh, what's happening in the Golden Triangle, majors are coming back. They're, uh, they're starting to look again. You saw last year Gold Corp did a deal with uh, Colorado Resources just for, on a financing basis, $7 million. Um, that was a surprise move. But it shows the interest. I think Cisco's looking around there. Kinross is looking in the area. Barrick has showed their interest again. I think they actually have a buyback into the SNP deal because uh, Skeena has has got their hands on it, and they've been working on it and trying to resurrect another zone in, in the SNP mine. So, you know, that's our background. I think I think it's uh, it stands out to be honest with you with the amount of M and A that that's been done between the three of us. Talk to us about the share price. You know, the market is rewarding uh, value speculators. Um, absolutely. And this is the, the level to, to, to enter this sort of... Um, you know, when you're in this market, you want to be involved with a company that's active, has good projects, good people, etc. Um, and then you take a position and you wait for them to do what they they say they're going to do. And in our case, it was... You know, last year was the discovery of the North Boundary Zone. This year was the reaffirmation of it with a tremendous hole that you could really say is the discovery hole. We need to make it bigger now. That's our job. Um, that's where you get this big appreciation in stock price on based on speculation. Um, and then going forward, as you put out more and more results, the, the market will go up and down and follow the results but and i'm seeing that this year as opposed to last year which was as soon as you finished drilling or came out with results and you got too late into september going into october the market sold off it just sold off because you know tax loss season's coming and they just wanted to be to be out of whatever they were doing because once you're finished it's a long cold winter to get through and you're sitting on a stock like last year we went back down to 10 cents I, that's not going to happen this year because i've got two other projects that are good and we've got um uh, a you know a really good shareholder base now we, we we have so much liquidity this season we ran from roughly 10 maybe 12 cents up to 50 and now it's settled back in the 20s low 20s to mid 20s now and it's trading good volume um during our initial discovery cycle we we traded almost the well i think probably since july or beginning of august we've traded 150 million shares now that's that's fantastic that's quite impressive actually really yes. very impressive and uh you know um we did react to you know we put out a series a bunch of holes uh before this most recent one uh around that discovery zone and uh, they were less impressive. They were really good. They're all very well mineralized. They just weren't, you know, 30-some-odd grams. So those that wanted that to be repeated sold out, and that just meant there's a whole lot of people who came into the market. that You know, they sold out. Other people bought it, and we've got a really good floor here at the 20 to 25-cent range, and I think it's a, you know, basically it's a buy all day long. Yeah, we've still got 24 holes to put out. You know, we're one of those other buyers. Uh, speaking of the stock price, if I may just interject here, you know, Warren Buffett mm-hmm. and Rick Rule, they're noted for sharing how the market rewards speculators that are prepared. 
in particular, yep. and I'm going to paraphrase them, that you should not purchase a stock if you weren't willing to see the price reduce 30% or more and be willing to purchase more. Now, we're on record. Mm-hmm. We have we purchased Aben Resources at $0.42, cents, and we're active buyers at current prices, and we're confident that the value proposition, in our opinion, continues to increase. Uh, Mr. Pettit, before we close, multi-layered question here. What is the next unanswered question for Aben Resources? When should we expect results, and what determines success? The next unanswered question uh, really would be, you know, how how big is this, and how robust is this this boundary zone, including north and south? So far, you know, we've we've tapped into two zones. The very first priority target we had was the north boundary zone. Well, it was, sorry, the generally was the boundary zone, and we started in the north end, and boom, hit it right away. So when we prioritized the targets on this overall property, the Forest Kerr, um, you know, we did it based on a compilation study of all the historic data. We came up with about 12 areas we want to go test. Well, this is we're still on the first one. We're two years later, we're still on the first one. This boundary zone is four kilometers long and two kilometers wide. And it's it's all based on geochem. There's a big geochemical survey that's been done there. We've added to it now, and now we've done the airborne. So it's uh, we could be there for a while. And I think, uh, you know, we're just touching on it now. We've hit a few sweet spots. Um, one's confirmed as a sweet spot, the south boundary zone. I think by next year when we do some more holes, we're going to be surprised. Uh, but I think there's going to be a lot more sweet spots there. We're going to focus and vector in on where did this mineralization come from. That's really what our job is. Figure it all out. Get the uh, structure identified and uh, and where it came from. Uh, we know there's at least three mineralizing events in the area, and we know there's at least four ages of rock. So that tells us there's been four major events that have happened. And with three of them, in came the fluids that brought the gold. So let's find some of those feeders. Well, Mr. Pettit, we've covered the good. What keeps you up at night that we don't know about? Um, keeps me up at night? Well, <clears throat> being a good sleeper, not much keeps me up at night. <laughs> 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 and being in this business so long, uh, I'm used to it. That, you know, there's always risk. Um, you know, what would scare me is we hit nothing. For the rest of the holes, you know that would be a concern. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't foresee that. But you know, I, I think, um, you know, as long as everything stays on course, we're good. I, I don't really have a concern that would keep me awake at night. Um, you know, um, and what was the other question? Well, I just wanted to first find out, you know, what keeps you up at night that we don't know about, and then the last question yeah. I have for you, sir, is, what did I? forget to ask hmm um, most people ask me what I think is you know where do I think we're gonna go that with the, what with what's remaining this season and you know I obviously I I don't have results I don't know but I I think we're gonna be pleasantly surprised I think things are looking good um, you know, I think we're in the right area for sure. Absolutely the right area. This is a very robust mineralizing system that we're we're looking at. And uh, you know, we're right between 
the two big structural systems that we want to be. And I think, uh, you know, I think for a discovery profile, we've got a really good one. Mr. Pettit, for someone listening that wants to get more information on Abian Resources, what is the website address, sir? The website address is www.abinresources.com. And as a reminder, Abin Resources trades on the TSXV symbol ABN and on the OTCQB symbol ABNAF. For direct inquiries, please contact Don Myers at 604 639 3851. That number again is 604 639 3851. He may also be reached at info at abinresources.com. And as a reminder, Abin Resources is a sponsor of Proven Improbable and that we are proud shareholders of Abin Resources. And last but not least, please visit our website, provenimprobable.com, where we interview the most respected names in the natural resource space. You may reach us at contact at provenimprobable.com. James Pettit of Abin Resources, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Remember to like and subscribe for more conversations with the most respected names in the natural resource space. Check out our website at www.provenandprobable.com. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.